welcome to that 90s wrestling podcast. I'm your host, James Dunstone. Today, very special guest. She is a second generation wrestler, daughter of the precious Paul Ellering, and the former Knockouts Tag Team Champion, the one and only Rachel Ellering. Rachel, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, when you made your return to Impact recently, I was like, oh, well, Rachel's back. And it's great to see you tagging with Jordan and uh, yeah, just basically becoming a, you know, a powerhouse in the division and having so much quick success since you've joined. So how does it feel joining Impact again? Well, thank you for the kind words. Uh, I am having the time of my life, James. I, I never really saw myself as a tag team wrestler before I got to Impact. So that was a very pleasant surprise. Uh, and I've absolutely loved it. I, I love teaming with Jordan. I think we have something very special together. Uh, she's become one of my best friends outside of wrestling as well, which is even better. Right. Yeah. Uh, but just kind of being welcomed into the impact family so far has been just incredible for me. The, the fans at the last tapings were so kind and welcoming. And I, I feel like I really found my place. Awesome. And um, speaking of family, so normally I, I always ask everyone, what made you get into wrestling? So I would imagine your story is a little bit straightforward, obviously, because of your legendary father. So when was the first moment that you realized, right, my dad's involved in the wrestling business? And when did you realize it was like, wow, this is like a larger than life job? Uh, so actually, you would be wrong by assuming that it was my dad. Uh, my dad did not let us watch wrestling growing up. All right. Yep. He, uh, he, you know, we didn't go to shows. We didn't grow up around it. And then when I was about 16, I just kind of fell down a YouTube rabbit hole like we do <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> uh, and just fell in love with it. And, you know, I, I had some knowledge of my dad being a part of the business, but at that point in my life, he was already out of wrestling. Right. And so I love that that was kind of my discovery though, because I got to truly take it in on my own and fall in love with it, you know, by myself and find what I enjoyed about it and, you know, who I enjoyed watching. And, you know, the first time I saw Trish and Lita, their main event raw match, yeah. I just knew, wow, you know, this is something that I could do. It's everything I love. It's everything I'm good at kind of thrown together in this beautiful, crazy package. And from that moment, I just never looked back and anything I could learn about it. Anytime I could watch it, I, you know, tried to take advantage of that. And after I got my bachelor's degree, you know, I moved straight to Calgary for wrestling training. So, uh, not, it is not what my dad wanted me to do. He was not super thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> when I told him that, Hey, I think this is what you know, I'm meant to do. This is what I'm going to thrive at. Uh, he was definitely not on board with that. But thankfully, you know, as I got further into my career, he kind of came around a little bit. I can imagine. And so I would imagine then growing up, even if you wasn't really known to the wrestling world, uh, LOD, the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal, uh, I've seen you do previous interviews and you always called Hawk, Uncle Hawk. So how was it having these large and life guys and like two of the greatest guys of all time? pop around the house. Yeah. It, it's so funny because, you know, for me, like my dad was just dad and, yeah. you know, my uncle Hawk was just uncle Hawk, you know, I, yeah. I, and so when you grow up, it's just so normal that you don't really know otherwise until you're old enough to fully grasp the, you know, the magnitude of what they did and on the scale that they did it on. 
And so it really wasn't until I was, you know, into high school, into college yeah. that I really could comprehend how magnificent they were in wrestling. Uh, yeah. And so it was very fun to kind of look back and think, oh, I just would casually be hanging out with yeah. Hawk, right? And <laughs> You know, he'd ask me how school was going. <laughs> so that's not everyone's experience, right? Uh, but yeah. I'm very lucky it was. And yeah, my Uncle Hawk was very special to me. Uh, you know, I still to this day always wonder if he would enjoy what I'm doing, if he would be proud of what I'm doing. And uh, so, you know, this past weekend at homecoming, I'm glad that Tommy and I got to team yeah. together and kind of channel some of that and really just embrace it for the first time in my career and we loved it we had a great time yeah it was awesome and uh, you mentioned your training and you trained underneath the legendary Lance Storm so uh, what's Lance like to train under is he a bit of a hard one or is he quite easy with everyone I, I would say in the middle he's yeah. not a big yeller or anything like that, but he is intense. And I think that that is the best way to approach training anyways. And so I really connected with him and with that style of training. Uh, you know, you're there for three months with him up in Calgary doing his course. And so my first time stepping foot in a ring was up there with him. My first bump was in his ring. And then three months later, I had my very first match. And so, uh, you know, to say he's an incredible trainer doesn't even really do it justice because in just three months, uh, you know, I went from having never taken a bump to wrestling becoming my job. And so, you know, that's that's in large part because of him and everything he taught me. And, you know, he's trained hundreds and hundreds of people and, you know, handfuls of them have become extremely successful. And so I think his track record is just impeccable. Yeah. And you mentioned like as soon as you finish wrestling school, you seem to be going up against the likes of like these big stars, past and present, the likes of Tessa Blanchard, uh, Lisa Marie Farron, obviously Victorial, Tara for TNA fans, and even Alexa Bliss when you brief spell in NXT as well. So how was it kind of having like this crash course of like wrestling all these great names? It definitely happened very quickly. I, uh, I, my 16th match of my entire life was against Alexa Bliss on NXT TV. Uh, yeah. And so I was just a baby. <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't know anything about anything at that point. Uh, you know, I ended up doing a lot of extra work for NXT. Uh, I did extra work for, you know, Impact. I did a couple matches with them. I did extra work with Ring of Honor. And so I, you just kind of are thrown into it. And I think wrestling is one of those things where if you're thrown into it quickly, you either figure it out or you don't. Right. And yeah. so I am very thankful. I figured it out quickly, but you know, I also was around great people to learn from and that plays a big role in people's success. And, you know, like you said, you mentioned Victoria and, you know, I got to wrestle jazz when I was maybe a yeah. year in, and she was so good to me when she did not have to be. And so I learned a lot from her just sitting after the show and chatting with her about stuff. And so I'm, I'm very fortunate that I was thrown into those positions because I met a lot of great people. I had a lot of really fun matches right away. You know, I got to work in front of a lot of really great fans right away and so I just haven't looked back since, essentially, and I've loved every minute of it. 
Yeah, and you mentioned, like, obviously, this is your second spell of impact now, but your first spell, uh, you was part of the uh, one night only knockouts knockdown, and you faced the then Laurel Van Ness, aka Chelsea Green, and she's made, uh, she's recently made her return. So, how is it seeing uh, Chelsea Green return to impact? Yeah, so that first time in Impact, I was not under contract or anything. I just had two matches as an extra. So a very different experience than I'm having now where I'm a part of the locker room. Uh, and yeah, I, I did. I ended up wrestling Chelsea. And that was one of my favorite matches in my career up to that point. We had so much fun together. We both are trained by Lance. And so, yeah. you know, there's similarities in kind of our basic stuff that we do in matches. Uh, and then I've just known her since I was in school training with Lance and uh she swung by the school one day just to say hi because she I think finished training with him maybe two years before I got there and so she just came by to say hi so I met her before I ever even had a match you know before mm -hmm. I had even finished training uh and it was a great experience to wrestle her you know on a special and I loved that match and I'm sure we will face off again now that she's you know, kind of going back and forth between impact and ring of honor and independence. And we'll see kind of what happens with her, but I look forward to getting back in the ring with her. Some of my favorite matches in my career, uh, even just on independent shows were with her. So it'll, it'll be a good experience to see where we both are now. Oh, definitely. And uh, you made your way to WWE and things happen and you eventually left. And someone else who's kind of had a similar route as yourself is uh, the current knockouts champion, Diana Peraza, she had a stint there. Now she's come to Impact and she, she's never looked back. She's the current Knockouts champion and she's just become such a household name now. So what have you made of Diana's uh, route to Impact and her past year in Impact Wrestling? And how is she as the standard bearer at the minute for the women's division? Obviously, one day you're hoping to be taking that title off her. But for the time being, how do you think she's held up as Knockouts champion? Uh, Deanna's great. And like you alluded to, we have very similar careers. Uh, you know, they almost scarily mirror each other. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fascinating. If people look into it, we, uh, we both did a ton of extra work with a bunch of companies before we were picked up by NXT. We had our short stints there, uh, you know, where we didn't really get to show much. And now we're both an impact. And so uh, I'm, I'm thrilled for her truly, because I know what, you know, the stuff I've been through in my career and the different phases of it and knowing she's kind of been through nearly identical situations, you know, it just gives you a level of respect for people. Cause you know, exactly what she went through and, uh, you know, even just something as small as, you know, moving away from your family and, you know, just completely going all in on wrestling. I respect that so much. And that's been her approach to it. Uh, and yeah, she's killing it right now, man, as knockouts champ. And, you know, she's had a great run there so far. And I'm, I'm glad I get to share a locker room with her and, you know, watch her kind of embark on this new phase of her career. But by no means do I think that I couldn't step in there with her and have a great one and leave with a little bit of, of gold in my bag. Uh, I, I'm having a fun time watching her right now. Uh, and I love teaming with Jordan. So I'm very, very happy with where I am right now. Uh, yeah. But, you know, down the line, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I truly want to be one of the best knockouts of all time, not just right now of this current crop. And so to do that, 
I'm gonna have to gonna have to have that belt eventually. So we'll see when it happens, where it happens. But you know, for now, she's doing a good job of holding the division down. Sure is, and I would imagine. So I mean, you're in the tag team division now, and I would imagine the tag team you've had uh, encounters with re- uh, in the past, and uh, recently got released was uh, the Iconics, uh, Peyton Royce and. Uh, Billy Kay, I don't know if that's their names they're allowed to use now, but we'll get over that. But are they a tag team you would like to see in the knockouts division one day? Yeah, yeah, of course. I've never been in the ring with either of them. So mm. it would be, you know, fun just to step in the ring with them and kind of have that experience. Uh, you know, Jordan and I always say whenever anyone, would you face this person or this person? Yeah, yeah. I think any wrestler yeah. would say yes to that. And so we welcome anyone anyone from anywhere, you know, whether it's AEW, NWA, wherever we, you know, we just love the challenge of facing off with teams and, you know, talented people. And so that's, that's what we're out to do. Awesome. And uh, you mentioned your father earlier and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if he's actually managed you in a match, but how would you feel if one day he, he would be able to manage you for a major company on screen? Uh, he's never managed me. No. Uh, and I don't think he ever will. That's not something that I want. I, um, I've been very deliberate about creating my own path in wrestling and, you know, being known as Rachel, not just Paul's daughter. And so I, uh, I wrote a thing about it after homecoming, because that was really the first time that I've ever done anything road warrior related, you know, on a show. Um, I've avoided it intentionally. This was kind of the perfect timing and with the perfect person and Tommy knowing how much it, you know, he loves wrestling and how much the road warriors meant to him. You know, it really was just the perfect timing for that. But, you know, I, I just prefer to do my own thing and it's a strategy that has worked so far for me. Cool. Right. So we're down to the last segment. So it's a word association. So I'll give you a few words and whoever pops in your head, uh, tell us, so okay sounds good (laughs) so the first one who's the best dressed in impact yeah oh shoot that's a really hard question you know what I will go this it's not fair because she's my tag partner but I'll go with Jordan she has the cutest outfits always these last tapings she wore a pair of red jeans and she worked the heck out of them so I'll say Jordan (laughs) this one's gonna get you hate well who's the worst dressed Worst dressed, Sue Young. <laughs> Girl needs to say- do some laundry. She's got some stuff on her dresses. <laughs> uh, so runner up, Caleb with a K. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great. Yeah, James, that's a great pick. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Who's your favorite opponent you've had? My favorite opponent I've had so far is honestly, it's Jordan. Yeah. yeah, I and I she was one of my favorite opponents I've ever had before I even came to Impact because uh, I've wrestled her a couple times on independent shows and I'm always impressed with her. She, you know, we kind of match each other strength wise, which is not something we normally come by in singles matches, uh, you know, and then we both have different strengths and weaknesses, but I think we truly bring the best out of each other and, you know, our one singles match that we've had on impact TV was, it was a blast. And I just felt like she really pushed me. And so I, I'm sure one day we'll do it again, but I'd rather just team with her. (laughs) 
<laughs> cool, cool. So we're running late. Uh, but last question: uh, Who was your dream match in Impact Wrestling? Mate, I will say Taylor Wild right now. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I will say Taylor Wild. Uh, if people watched her right now, you know, or just her match last week that was on, you know, Impact, I think they would, I they would see it right, and not even knowing all the stuff she did prior to coming back, she has not lost a step. Somehow she's gained a step. It's absurd. Uh, I think she's incredible. She's, you know, her tenacity, her fire, her aggression, uh, she's fast. And so I would love, love to step in the ring with Taylor. Awesome. Um, for Impact Wrestling fans, they can watch Impact Wrestling every week on the Impact Plus app and also watch the Impact specials. Uh, so yeah, everyone go and watch it. But before we do sign off, Rachel, uh, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, exactly. Tune in Thursdays. You'll see me there. Uh, I am on Twitter at Rachel Ellering. Uh, Instagram is at the Rachel Ellering, I think. Uh, I have a pro wrestling cheese store, a big cartel store. Feel free to check those out. But, you know, most importantly, you could tune into Impact every week and see myself and my teammate Jordan Grace kicking butt, hopefully. Awesome. So it's been a pleasure to talk to you, Rachel. Hopefully next time we'll be seeing Knockouts Tag Team titles back around your waist, or even better, the actual Knockouts title itself. Let's do both, James. Sign me up for both. both. <laughs> Co-champions. <laughs> Rachel Ellering, co-champion. So awesome. Yeah. <laughs> cool, thanks. Hey, James here. Thanks for checking out this interview. I'm guessing you enjoyed it because you are here on my voice, but yeah, had a great time talking to Rachel. And I'm not going to be doing an announcement for next week's guest, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to surprise you because I've had, I've done so many interviews the last couple of weeks, I don't know which one to put up first. So I'm going to surprise you, so make sure you tune in. And to tune in, if you could please hit that subscribe button, I know I say it every week, but it really does help us out. The bigger the channel, the bigger the audience, which means that gives us more eyes and I can get more guests and we can hear these great stories, which not only do you enjoy, I, I hope you do. I enjoyed so please hit that subscribe button hit the like button and yeah tell your friends it really does help us out and if you want to follow me on social media follow me on twitter at 90s wrestling pod follow us on instagram or on facebook that 90s wrestling podcast and yeah give us a follow or i'll follow you back so yeah until then i'll catch you in the next one bye